I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and Jennifer has nominated Dr. Pema Malu for a Game Changer Award. And we're so excited that Dr. Pema is joining us today. She's doing some great things in her area from, of course, a heart of wanting to be able to help animals in the least toxic ways possible to help their owners become better educated about better care for their animals. And we're so excited to learn more about the amazing work that she's doing. So thank you, Dr. Pema, for joining us and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. Thank you so much, Karen. So if you'll back up and just maybe start from the beginning and walk us through how and why you decided to become a veterinarian and then how you decided to become the type of veterinarian that you are. Well, as most veterinarians will tell you, I knew when I was five years old that I was gonna become a vet. And as I grew older, I took care of all of the animals that we had as a young child. And then I moved on to, uh, when I was 14, I started working at vet clinics. And so I've been doing veterinary work for 56 years now. And I went straight into um, college and actually finished undergraduate in three years and went into vet school after three years of undergraduate. And then I went straight out of vet school into practice and I've been moving along ever since. But after about 11 years of uh, general practice, I became, I guess you would say, disheartened by all the drugs and how steroids didn't help uh, dogs that had spinal disease. And I knew there had to be another way. And so one day I heard about um, someone coming to our local academy meeting that was going to teach acupuncture. And I went to that meeting and I had one lecture, which was only an hour on acupuncture. And I immediately went home and researched, where could I learn this? And I found out that the International Veterinary Acupuncture Society was going to be teaching a course just a couple months later, and I immediately signed up for it. And that was in 1985. And I've since then been pursuing alternative methods. Um, and it was like learning a whole new yeah method of medicine because I didn't even know what vitamins were. <laughs> so yeah, even though I'd yeah. been in practice for 11 years, I had to start all over again. Yeah. And since then I have um, become trained in veterinary acupuncture. I've been trained in homeopathy and chiropractic. Um, I also completed three years of energy healing school, which was human, but I transfer that over to animals. And, um, and then in nine, 2008, I went back to school and got a three-year master's degree program in human ac acupuncture. So I'm also oh. licensed in human acupuncture. And um, then I'm also trained in ozone therapy for animals. So we have all different modalities and also trained in Chinese herbs and Western herbs. And um, the nice thing about our clinic is we do have uh, a second veterinarian who's a new graduate, but she's been now with us for about, uh, I guess about 10 months. And she also is trained in acupuncture. And I have a veterinary technician, Robin Bird, who's uh, been a tech for 30 years. And she's wow. trained in animal 
acu not acupuncture, but in um, osteopathy and animal communication and energy work and Twain and massage. So all three of us see clients and offer all these modalities to our patients. So I was, as you were listing these amazing services, healing modalities that you offer in my brain. I was thinking, I'm not sure there's anything you don't do. I believe you might be a superhero. I'm thinking because you do it all, which is what a beautiful gift to the clients and the animals in your community. But Pema, the first thing I thought about was how you've been doing this long enough I don't want to say it's been an uphill battle, but you went to vet school when there were very few women. You graduated and became a practicing veterinarian when there were very few women. And then you went into integrative medicine when it wasn't even called anything. It was just called, you know, maybe alternative or, or not even categorized. You did this all years and years and years ago. So I can't imagine the vast depth and breadth of the stories and the, the unfolding of your very full and long and productive career. It, you, you should write a book, <laughs> but, <laughs> but before you write a book, let's talk a little bit about, um, as you shifted from what you learned in veterinary school to incorporate whatever system works to heal the patients with the least toxic side effects. So you just, you're clearly a, a student of life. You just want to keep learning and keep learning and keep learning. And you probably are a little bit like me in that when you have your tough cases that you can't fix, it, it makes you learn more. You want exactly. to take another class. You, you sign up for something else because we'll do everything we can to find a way to heal the most amount of patients. You're just learning and applying and learning and applying. And now you help humans as well as their animals You've had to have a wildly fulfilling life. And yet when you wake up in the morning, if you could summarize what you love most about all the important work that you're doing, what would it be? Well, and let me back up one thing that will lead into the answer to your question. Um, I'm also in 2000, 2002, I became an ordained Tibetan Buddhist nun. So I bring that spiritual practice into my work too, because I hold within me the compassion and the idea to relieve suffering in the world. Mm. And with that in mind, what I truly believe in is that we, our thoughts create our reality. And that's a Buddhist principle. Our thoughts create a reality and we have to think positive every day. We have to um, believe that whatever we think about will transform. So, for example, if your animal has a fatal disease, you wake up each day and you say, oh, my God, we have another day together. And you think happy thoughts as opposed to, is this going to be our last day together? Yeah. And when people come in to um, find out what holistic modalities will cure their pet of this cancer, most of my visit is talking to them about the karma the patient has to complete with that fatal disease and help them deal with the issue of what, when is their animal going to pass over? 
so they can learn to let go when the time is right, not just cure the disease. And understand that whatever we do, whether they go for chemo, whether they go for holistic medicine, we can treat the same way with three different patients, but it's the karma that's gonna make a difference as to how long they're gonna be there. And so they need to have a positive thought and a loving thought to finish the days ahead with that patient. And it's, that's really my main focus is yeah. having a positive thought and knowing our thoughts create a reality. And yeah. when we have that compassion in our heart, we can do anything. You're, you're treating the, the human spirit, the, mm-hmm. your, the owner, you know, the owner comes in with apprehensions and anxiety and you, you're very wise in, in recognizing as I think the whole integrative community does that helping the owners get to a better place energetically and spiritually is one of the best ways that they can in turn serve their beloveds. So you're, you're basically treating the whole family unit. And when you, when you think about that, it shifts everything because Mm -hmm. your, your intention shifts but also your role then as why you're in your clients and patients' lives also becomes much bigger. You're not just, you're not just the veterinarian. Right. And miracles happen too, when we think positively. And do you have, do you sometimes have clients that are stuck in such a negative, dark mindset that they can't shift? No. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Good. I'm, I'm blessed with very good clients and, yeah. and they may be in a negative space when they come to me, but, um, they do shift. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Yeah. And we are also veteran. You're a veteran energy mover. So you probably, yeah, that's, it's really good to hear. Yeah. So, and the other thing think- too, is because, because Robin and I both communicate with the animals on an intuitive level, we share that with the client and they really open up when they hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's also very reassuring. I think when people come in, in a state of confusion or feeling afraid that that aspect can, can be very, very calming to, to the owner as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could, if you could let the world know one thing, Pema, if you could, if you could let the world know one thing, what would it be? Well, the other thing is we are what we eat. It's very important to feed the right thing and to feed good food. And our number one basis when we have people come in with an initial consult is to talk to them about nutrition and diet. And we do a lot of food allergy testing and get, uh, alter their food based on um what we get with the our the intolerance testing. Mm-hmm. And and how how long ago did did you did you use food as medicine the first 11 years that you were a veterinarian because you went to veterinary school long before I did but I was not taught I went to school 25 years ago and I was not taught that food is medicine. No, I, I wasn't taught that either. No. Yeah. I knew that yeah. food was important but not that much and I never I've never, in all my years of practice, never done prescription dog food. Uh, I don't know why. I just never thought it was a good thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But 
Um, so I've always known that other food was better. And um, a lot of people come to me and say, oh, I've heard food intolerance, food allergy testing is no good, but I've had so much success with it. I don't, yeah. how could you say it isn't any good? Um, yeah. We had one dog come to us that had been to four veterinarians for um, severe skin disease and a dermatologist. And all we did was food allergy testing and change his diet. And in one month, he was perfectly normal. Yeah. I have had the exact same experience myself. And I know that food allergy testing, um, I use Dr. Dodd's saliva. I use more food intolerance testing. Yeah, than, intolerance uh, yeah. And so it's not food allergy in the sense of, you know, I don't use blood. I use, I use saliva and I have found it to be life-changing for mm -hmm. thousands of my patients. So I agree with you that, that part of it is being able to be open to other modalities that maybe your conventional veterinarian isn't, doesn't know about, or has not yet tried. But, but obviously when people come to you, they're probably quite motivated out of desperation to try anything because they've tried everything that they know of previously. Yeah. We yeah. also at our clinic were AHA certified and awesome. very few holistic practices are also AHA certified. We, um, and we have laser scalpels. We have, we're going to buy a panoramic dental um, x-ray machine. Uh, uh, we do state-of-the-art integrative medicine. Um, it's just and so it's amazing. nice because it's a one-stop shop. They don't have to go elsewhere. And when we need to, we do refer to um, the internal medicine specialist and the other specialists. But the nice thing is they're best friends of mine because I've been in practice, oh. because I've been in practice for 45 years. I know these veterinarians that I refer to and they're personal friends of mine. It's such a beautiful system, Pema. You, it's just, it, it, that this is the ideal environment. It's just beautiful what you have created. <laughs> do you, do, do the conventional specialists also refer to you? Yes, they do. I would, yes. uh, good. Yeah. Cause we're wow. on a first name, we're on a first name basis and so our good. clinic too is, um, fully feng shui with crystals and fountains and uh, our, our staff, we we're like a family. We're not like a work environment. It's kind of like a home environment here. So you have intentionally built your life, your profession, your career, your passion. You have intentionally built a life for yourself and in turn, your staff, your clients, which ultimately become your family, your patients mm -hmm. to be healing and nourishing and uplifting and supportive. What a beautiful gift to yourself. Sure. But to every animal and human that you meet. So what a, what a blessing of a resource in your community to your clients and your patients, if people wanted, do you, do you do telemedicine or not, not allowed in your state? Not a lot, but if I've, I've done some internationally overseas and if they're close by, I usually prefer them to come in, Yeah. but, um, it just depends on the case. If somebody's desperate and they need help, I will, but I don't do it as a regular basis. Yeah. If people wanted to learn more about you and your hospital, where would they go? Uh, we do have a website and it's holisticveterinaryhealing.com. 
which is our clinic name. And the nice thing about that is it, it has everything we have, all the modalities listed in there, all about our staff. And we also have a video of our clinic there. Oh, well, I am so thankful that Jennifer took the time to nominate you for a game changer. It is so, it's so good for my soul to meet my colleagues that are doing exactly what they're put on this earth to do. And it res, you can see it. It resonates through every fiber of your being. It's also really inspiring to me that you've been a veterinarian for uh, twice as long as I have. And your fire is there. Your passion is there. You're living, walking, breathing proof that not only burnout doesn't have to happen, that you're vibrantly creating um, health and happiness for yourself and everything around you through this magnificent career that you've had. So thank you for everything that you have done and for everything that you will do. Thank you, Karen.